Welcome to the Girls Who Gather podcast, a podcast spotlighting women's stories from a diverse range of backgrounds and stages of life, highlighting the ways they are building community, empowering other women, and walking out their calling. We are so glad that you decided to tune in. Our heart and our hope in launching this podcast is to begin extending the voice of Gather beyond just the physical spaces where we meet in our cities, campuses, and apartments. We want to make our content even more accessible to all of you. With an incredible diversity of feminine voices, we want to create a catalogue of stories, testimonies, inspirational content, and more that you and your friends can always return to for inspiration and empowerment. We will also be announcing Gather News, updates, and other exciting events coming up on this platform. So stay tuned for more from us as we journey through this next season together. And as you listen, we encourage you to lean in and learn from some truly incredible women. We are so excited for our guest today. She is a Naples, Florida native, recently graduated from High Point University with a degree in luxury fashion entrepreneurship. A force all on her own during her time at HPU, Haley founded and created On Point Magazine as a freshman, envisioning a platform for young college students to inspire one another through fashion, entertainment, travel, health, wellness, and something we are most passionate here about at Gather, community. Haley's team has grown to a 35-student-sized collective, developing a mindful and refreshing catalog of visual and storytelling-based content. She is a college mentor to those following in her footsteps as a leader and change maker, with a passion for developing virtue-based dialogues and exchanges, and curating a brand that places the powerful stories of up-and-coming entrepreneurs and leaders on display. Haley is also a brand architect for the Patina Collection and a brand evangelist for Gulf Friends GF Global, amongst a myriad of other professional experiences and expertise that she has gathered over the years. With her own personal blog, Haley Morgan, where she shares more of her heart and her work through her voice, we are so glad to have her here with us this afternoon to speak on what it means to be a woman of action. Haley, warmest of welcomes to you. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. You grew up moving around a lot, um, and you also yeah. have four parents, which is so cool. Yeah. Huge family, and just <laughs> a lot of influence in your life, and you speak very highly of them. So just tell us a little about like yeah. what it was like growing up for you, and um, yeah. what did you want to be when you grew up? And <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is so interesting. I like to say that. I've never really had a home because I grew up in Wisconsin and I moved to Naples, Florida when I, I think I was seven or eight and I'm an only child. So I was at school to school to school and always moving. And as a young person, you know, when you're in elementary school, it's kind of freaky because you have such bonds with your friends and then you get up and you move totally south of where you were. And, you know, it was a lot of circular motion that I had to go through and I was consistently having to reintroduce myself and meet new people. And I was always the new girl. Um, Mm. And I used to talk to my mom about it and say, you know, this is fun and all, (laughs) you know, am I I ever going to be in one place? Um, Mm. But as I started to grow up and I was going to different high schools, I found a love for being the new girl. And as an only child, I was always pretty mature for my age because I was traveling around with my mom and my dad. And, <laughs> you know, I, I was always 
around adults, you know? And so when right. I was going to schools, it was easy for me. You know, I, I got there, I introduced myself. I was like, Hey, I'm Haley. This is what I'm about. And, you know, so it's easy for me to make friends. Um, mm -hmm. And on top of all of that, I was a golfer and being a golfer forces you to have pretty specific communication, not only skills, um, but the acknowledgement of certain cues because it's it's a very mental game, but it's also very independent. And you you learn to work with different people. Um, I was one of the girls in the golf course that would say, talk to me, like, let's have a conversation. But then, <laughs> you know, I'd be in a tournament and I'd get paired with someone who right off the bat was like, please don't talk to me the whole time. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I had a lot of interesting experiences, you know, through golf and being an only child. Um, and a lot of those have led to where I am now. So my growing up period was very influential. That's so awesome. So, so I guess in all of these experiences, you've come across a lot of different personalities, which by the way, mm -hmm. I, I definitely relate to the only child moving around. <laughs> that was very similar parallel in my story. My mom moved around a lot for yeah. work and just not necessarily having to start over, but mm -hmm. continuing your story and learning how to retell it in a new space all the time. Like, yeah, absolutely. it definitely, wow. for me, I think at least when I think about things I want to start, um, I start something because I have all these ideas and then I don't stick with it. But you yeah. are someone who has done the opposite. You have achieved this amazing <laughs> thing called On Point and just all the work that you're doing with mentorships. And so after you started your magazine and your time in college, yeah. your mission says we're redefining the fashion lifestyle industry by connecting young creatives to their passions. And that, of yeah. course, requires some coordination. Um, yeah. And so I just want to ask you, like, what is it like building a team? What is it like building something mm -hmm. that will last, something that yeah. has hands and feet to do the work that you want to set out to do? Yeah. When I first got to High Point, I very much organically grew a group of friends and that comes from the only child syndrome if you will you know it's <laughs> you you have to force yourself out there right and yeah. i was grateful to attract a lot of people right off the bat who were interested in my same purpose mm. and when this opportunity to build a magazine came about i literally just posted in a facebook page said hey we're going to start a magazine. Who's up for it? <laughs> and we got over 70 comments. Wow. So then I was like, well, dang, now what do I do? That's so many people. And I'm this 18 year old <laughs> girl who just came to HPU. Um, and I ended up actually interviewing all these students and developing a team in, again, a very organic way. It was people who had these same interests and skills and talents and the basis of it all was just inspiring lifestyle. And when you go to a college campus like High Point, it's already a very tight knit community. Mm. So it was it was pretty simple to convey that message to people. Um, the campus itself is already small. You aren't too far away from anyone. So the community of the team was very much so built on the purpose and the obvious reasons of our campus feel and how it's built. Um, but most of all, building a team of people that literally understands the meaning of on point is what was so important. And that came as I grew up, 
you know, things change as you go through your different years of college and on point meant something completely different when I was 18, you know, Mm -hmm. than it does now when I'm 22. So when you're building a team of people and managing a team of people, it's so important to keep that purpose and the values there. And I tried my best to, at every meeting or every phone call or every single conversation I had with someone, I was feeling on point, you know, because I I was putting out there what I was hoping for other people um, and what I wanted to inspire. So it was just, it was a lot of kind of testing the waters. And once I had those people that understood what on point meant and felt like, it became really simple to find a good community. That's so cool. And I love how one of the key phrases, you know, that it seems you use is we work to cultivate a mindset that allows our readers Mm -hmm. to capture their highest potential, their best self. And so what in your process of developing your best self, I guess, in college and now post-grad, are you finding you're integrating organically into into your mission statement? Um, I like to talk a lot about routine building and yeah. You know, during COVID, routines are something that have been completely thrown off, right? Mm-hmm. So throughout college, your schedule is always changing. Your classes are always changing. You graduate, it's a whole new schedule. Um, mm-hmm. And so something that we have built into the team is that routines are always going to be different. But as long as you keep the big picture in mind, it's still going to work out. You know, you might have mm-hmm. to do some trial and error test some different markets, test a new idea, but it's always going to be successful if you keep that big picture in mind. And that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been rebuilding my routine and just moving to a new state, trying to figure life out. But I always keep my big picture and big purpose in mind. um, And that's how things kind of keep stable. Okay, so you spoke a little bit about, um, you know, what the process was like, starting something and Clearly, it's it's kind of innate in you to to see a need and go fill it and and just you know do do what needs to be done. And I think a lot of people have brilliant ideas for things, and and getting off the ground can be a challenge. But I think really something that's hard is the sustainability piece. Mm-hmm. Is the the thing that says like what are, what practices are we going to put in place to make sure that this can this can last and. Um, you and I were chatting about being founders and we were talking a little bit about gather. And I feel that with gather all the time, I'm like, what are we doing that is going to be sustainable? Mm -hmm. How can this not just be something that like, you know, goes away when I grow out of it or when we grow up, but how can we put practices that in place that are going to make something that is long lasting and has longevity and leaves a legacy. And you, you know, have made something with this magazine that is still going, Mm -hmm. even though you're not at the school. And so can you speak a little bit about, a little bit about sustainability yep. and just kind of how um, you put that into play and, and what that's been like. Yeah. So when I started, um, it was a lot about timing. So I knew that things that I wanted to share um, in regard to health and wellness or, you know, kind of ways to really rock your college years in the not normal way um, were not topics that people were so much searching for, but I, I knew it was things that needed to be heard and needed to be said um, because I saw a lot of non-successful um, college students out there. And what I wanted to do was create a way where it's still trendy and visually really cool, um, but speaking to what I knew needed to be shared. And so throughout the years, 
you know, we switched from printing magazines once a month to just biannual. And we did a lot of digital focus. We had release parties. We had fundraisers. We really tried to engage with people. And that is really what kind of set in stone, this is what On Point is and should be. And my senior or my junior year, I studied abroad in Florence, Italy. And it's where I took most of my fashion classes. And when I was there, that was my first time not being with the team. So of course, I'm kind of freaking out because I said, how can I manage a team of over 20 people seven hours ahead of them and in a different country? And that's where I really started to learn the skills of, okay, it's not just about sending a to-do list. It's about instilling my goals in them. You know, it's about, this is what's important. You know, I don't need to be the babysitter. So here's what we're trying to work on this semester, like run with it. You know, it's, it's creating leadership within the people you are surrounding yourself with. So come senior year, I was with the team and that's when we had our biggest team of about 35 people. And Mm -hmm. I lost that focus a little bit of instilling the same goals. And I realized that because we were focusing a lot on just the day-to-day stuff and not those big, big picture ideas. So before I graduated, I told myself, you know, Haley, you need to keep this focus in them because each time there is a new freshman class, there is going to be new trends. There are going to be new personalities and new things that people are focusing on that are way different than when I was a freshman. So when I left, I said, you know, how can I continue this legacy of what I built? Because ultimately On Point was my personality, right? Mixed with a bunch of other people that wanted similar things. Um, And someone told me from the team, they said, Haley, you know, On Point isn't the same without you there. And at first that kind of broke my heart. because I was like, oh man, maybe I just live in High Point. (laughs) But then I said, no, you know, the founders of companies don't have to follow their brands. They just have to somehow build that into what they're doing um, and the people that they're teaching and mentoring. So I told myself that the best way to go about that is through video. And something that I have Mm -hmm. done is when there are meetings on campus, I send in videos or I go live with them. I just show up as my best self with my best personality forward because that's what people were attracted to. Um, I send videos in our group message. I consistently share things on social media that I think feel and are visually on point. Um, And I know that they're all following what I do, right? So I have to put that feeling out there. I have to put that focus out there. I have to put the big idea out there. And if they keep seeing that I'm doing that, then they wanna keep chasing after that too. Um, So it's really about being an example, which is something you learn about in like kindergarten, (laughs) but you know, it's, it's important because now more than ever, people see everything that you're doing. So you have to keep it on point. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little bit of like, you can speak to this too. Um, Just when you're building something that you yourself have like, just you, you've imagined you've started Um, And I've had a team around me from day one, but even so, sometimes I do feel like, okay, this is like all on me. If I just like let, if I drop the ball, like, (laughs) 
I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's really an art and a balance to building something that doesn't just center around a personality, mm-hmm. but on a common, a common mission. Absolutely. Um, so how, you know, and yes, we are, you know, we do have to set examples. And like, I think about that with my social media all the time. I'm like, this isn't just about me. Like, this is just <laughs> people aren't just looking at this, yeah. who are my friends who I've known since I was little. They're also looking at this from right. the leader of an organization. Yeah. So, um, but how do you kind of separate like, okay, and, and, and it's, and anything's early stages, it is kind of personality driven. Completely. Right? People are coming back to it and your team is like built around you, but how do you, how do you foresee that in the long term, long term, just um, kind of being able to like separate it from being wrapped around like you yep. and, and giving it to just the mission, yeah. you know? So at first, a lot of it, like you said, was things um, and visuals and stories that I thought needed to be out there. Um, but something that I started doing, and I say this to every, you know, future entrepreneur that I speak to, I say, you have to start backwards. You have to see the end goal, see the big picture. I say big picture all the time. So you can tell it's my, you know, go-to advice, but you have to start with the end goal. And once you come back to that, um, things are a little bit easier to, put out there. So come, you know, my sophomore year when hype or not high point on point started to kind of grow as not just an organization, but a very well-known way of living at high point. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I started to ask myself, okay, well, I, you know, the new girl am always, you know, going to do things differently than a lot of other people. I'm not good at following the norm. So I had to do a lot of trial and error of how can I still kind of stay trendy and stick with what people want, um, but still do the Haley way. Because in reality, throughout school, and it's so hard to say this in a, like, not conceited way, but so many people were coming to me. And with simple questions, like, where did you get that dress or something? And it was constant. And I started like writing some answers down because I would get similar questions, like all the time. you know, but I had people coming to me saying, can you please help me with my resume? Can you help me with my LinkedIn? Um, can you do this and that? And professors started noticing it. And they said, you know, take this as a tool to then say, you're obviously the source of inspiration. And you're the person that is showing them what could be. But take that as like research, right? They're asking you questions that they want answers right. to. So put that into not just your answer, but your team's answer. So, you know, I pretty much just took all those things that people used to ask me and say to me. And instead of me being the only answer, I would ask other students who I felt had expertise in those areas. Um, but of course, it all still connected to my purpose. But, you know, you reach out to people and... Um, I think connecting with people that still understand the brand, but do it completely differently is helpful too, because then it just allows for more people to be included. And the team at On Point is, you know, it's girls from all different sororities, girls from all different states, guys from all different states. You know, it's, it's a team of people that are so not the same. So it's naturally not just Haley Bossert's magazine, you know, it's on points magazine and all of those 35 people make that up. Right. So good. So you were saying earlier in your response, Haley, that um, setting an example is super important. 
and especially mm -hmm. in those early stages of founding mm -hmm. a collective or an NGO or whatever it is that you're seeking to do. And so I wanted to yeah. ask you, you know, about your mentorship program experience yeah. with High Point. Um, what was it that compelled you to go back and kind of give back mm -hmm. to the people um, that are kind of following in your footsteps? What is that process of being a mentor yeah. like for you? So just like the magazine, um, the mentorship program was never something that I thought of. Um, and I never really had an idea to create something after I, I left HPU because originally the magazine was the business. I was going to mm -hmm. license it to universities and take it all over. And, um, mm -hmm. but that process was just a little bit too tricky than what I was looking for. Um, and not in the, like, I can't work for it way, but, um, colleges are just really difficult to mm -hmm. work with because there's so many regulations. So once I left High Point, I really lost um, the connection with the magazine. And I, you know, what I loved most about it was communicating with all the people on the team and having these events and seeing people and talking with them about, you know, these higher purposes and goals that they had. And I have um, about a seven person advisory board. And whenever I kind of get in these ruts of what do I do, I reach out to them. And there are three people that I talk to. Well, I talk to all of them all the time, but two of them that I was speaking with most frequently um, are both from High Point. And the one is Lindsay Scott, and she was um, in career services while I was at High Point. And she's only a couple years older. So she was wonderful because she was really understanding of kind of what the trends were. Mm -hmm. um, and she understood, you know, she was Miss Sorority. We had a very similar college background. And she was like, you know, I really think you need to keep talking with these students because people will come to me in my office and say, oh, do you know Haley? I, wow. you know, can I be a part of this? And she's like, you have this impact and I think you need to stay in touch. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, so I go back to my paper and I think about what can I do? Right. And then I was talking with Troy Naus, who um, has been an incredible, incredible, incredible mentor of mine from High Point. He was a professor of mine for all of my entrepreneurship classes, but he's an angel investor um, and he mm -hmm. works with a lot of businesses in Greensboro. So he has mm -hmm. very extensive background in entrepreneurship um, and sustainability and entrepreneurship. So he laid it out flat for me as he always does. He's very blunt with all of you know my ideas when I talked to him and he said, you know, someone literally came to my office wanting help with his resume and LinkedIn and I sent them to you. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I, you know, kind of thought that was just a joke. And he's like, no, he's like, you have this special w touch to connect with college students. And for some reason, they really trust yeah. you. And no matter who they are, no matter you know, the, the difference in age or interest, like they come to you for help. And mm -hmm. so go back to the, you know, the writing paper. And I was like, ooh. I'm going to do events. Like this is going to be a super fun thing. I'm going to travel to all these schools. Um, and this is still an idea, but of course right now timing was not right. So I was like, well, that's not the idea. So Troy said, you need to be a coach. Like you need mm -hmm. to be a coach for these college students. And I yeah. used to always tell him that I think it'd be so cool to work at a college and be in career services or something mm -hmm. like that. I could do it all day long and be happy as a clam. Um, <laughs> But he said, you need to be a coach. Like you need to be connecting with these students. And he goes, it's so easy for you to do that. And he said, you know, just creating someone's LinkedIn bio or title. He's like, it's so easy for you. Like you can take 
their interests, their passion, mm. what they're doing right now. And you make them so extremely unique um, wow. um, that it's almost easy that they'll find something in the future. And so I mm. did a lot of research in college counseling, not mental health wise, but, you know, right. um, career counseling, resume building, you know, what were, what were college students needing and yeah. Yeah. you can go and get help on resumes, and, you know, wherever. So I was like, that can't just be the focus. Um, right. But where I kind of fit into it was there is not one college student mentoring other college students. You know, mm-hmm. it's all people who maybe are in their thirties or forties who have had an incredible career and students are like, I want to be like them. Right. So they mentor them. However, it's literally impossible for someone 30 years older to connect with someone who's 21 years old. Mm. So I said, I'm going to take what I wanted to know in college, what my friends wanted to know in college. I literally mm-hmm. texted my friends and said, if I was your life coach, what would you want? to?" <laughs> <laughs> and I got in- incredible answers. And that's how I built my um, wow. curriculum, wow. if you will, for the program. Yeah. And so again, it was this organic start of, people wanted to hear from me and I just create, created an entire program out of it. Um, yeah. Which has been yeah. so exciting and it isn't just for high point students. Of course, it's, it's easy to reach out to high point students because they all follow me already. Um, but our yeah. focus is, you know, any kind of college student who, you know, is going into college, just graduated high school. Um, but it's been a blast and everything that I mentor about is, all lessons that I've learned from on point and we take, I take content from the magazine and I teach about that. Um, but everything is on this basis of the Haley method because (laughs) I love it. I wanted, I kind of wanted to have like a value system that I was teaching on because you need to have something credible. Right. And I said, I'm not going to go and get like a license or whatever. So I said, I'll just create, you know, my own method or something. And, um, I created an acronym out of my name and that's what I teach on. That's what the values are. That's what wow. the purposes are. So it works well. And it has been such a fun endeavor that I know I'll be that's continuing so cool. for a long time. So awesome. Amazing. So that's cool. amazing. Wow. You're Thanks. Just, yeah. When I talk to you, I'm just like, gosh, it's a self-starter. You just, you have like an incredible um, eye for just what's needed and what, um, yeah. how you yourself as a, as a human and, and your experiences and your, um, just your passions and your abilities play into meeting that need. So that's just a huge like skill and yeah. really admire you for, for that. You're Thank just, you. You're awesome. So I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, gather is, is essentially based on community on cultivating these spaces for, uh, women to share and experience and share and, um, things they've walked through, things that they're walking through commonality in, um, their story. And you have said a couple times, just like, talking having conversations and 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 ta- talking about topics that like aren't usually in the mainstream which is like what we love yeah. and thrive on um but I really want to know kind of what gathering community has looked like for you uh, as you mm-hmm. have been you know both in college now you're out of college um and just kind of you and then and then you talked about moving around a lot as a kid you yeah kind of were innate like grew this kind of innate ability to make friends wherever you were and be the new girl mm-hmm. and so I just want to know now that you're you know an adult and now that you kind of are more settled in who you are 
what mm-hmm. is gathering community around you looked like in your different spaces and places and yeah. kind of what does belonging mean to you? Yeah. I was always taught by my mom that being your authentic self from the start of the day to the end of the day was key. And mm-hmm. um, like I said before, you know, about being the new girl, you're always going to be different than all those yeah. kids at that school, right? I wasn't there since kindergarten. So you not only have to learn about um, a community's, I don't want to say a stereotype, but a community's personality um, and you have to see, okay, how can I, you know, blend a little bit, but still stay myself. And that helped a lot getting into college with community, whether it's in elementary school, college or post-grad. I think as you grow up, your authentic self becomes a lot easier to read. And of Mm -hmm. course, there's always going to be things that change about you and things that you see differently because when you move around as much as I did, your perspective is so big Mm -hmm. and so wide. So you understand a lot more, Um, but it can be tricky to learn about yourself because then you are experiencing so much. You're like, whoa, what do I want? (laughs) Um, And now post-grad, I think you you naturally build a value system and you naturally build things that you want out of life based on things you experienced and the people you surrounded yourself with. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, in order to feel like you're belonging somewhere or in order to feel that you're in Mm -hmm. a a very true and authentic community, um, you kind of just have to know for yourself, what do I want out of it and who am I? Um, Mm -hmm. And not let that stray away you know when you get into those communities and it's it's so much easier said than done of course because you want to have friends um but you know quality over quantity man that speaks in these situations so that's so true that's so true yeah and I think you know I think it's so interesting that three of us and I'm sure many other listeners have either passed through or are going through that season kind of exiting college or exiting high school or just exiting a space that was so comfortable and familiar you know you had a certain Mm -hmm. persona you were functioning at a certain capacity with a certain rhythm and so I think in many regards for many people this is a season of transition and change and I think it's also a season where you get to dream a little bit and so I guess Mm -hmm. we we love to ask our visitors you know what do you what's next for you you know what yeah this is just the beginning as we can see of what you're capable Mm -hmm. of and what you want to do ultimately with your voice but what is next for you? What is your passion? Where are you headed? What yeah. would be the ideal career trajectory for you? From yeah. So of course, this is like the hardest question to ever answer <laughs> because <laughs> I swear my passions and things I want to do change like on an hourly basis yeah. <laughs> um, because there is so much out there that I want to do, but right. you know, kind of how I explained it with founding a business and keeping it sustainable, it all comes down to the bigger picture um, right. and what my specific purpose is. And mm-hmm. mine is absolutely helping people and connecting with them on a deeper level, whether mm-hmm. that is one of my girlfriends, whether it's someone in business, um, you know, whether that's someone in the corporate sense, right. I will never enter a conversation without a specific purpose. And, mm-hmm. you know, I see myself in so many different industries, you know, so um right now during this time, you know, I'm really focusing on OP and where it can go and 
working for my mom's business, Patina, and, you know, seeing where I can take that and really kind of growing things that I'm able to focus on. But, you know, I want to test the waters in the corporate world. I want to do some things that aren't as entrepreneurial mm -hmm. um, and where I can kind of learn some new lessons, you know, put myself in situations that I may not be as familiar with, right. but still learn yeah. extremely valuable lessons. Um, and right now with a boyfriend in med school, um, you know, we might be moving soon. So the permanent mm -hmm. things are not happening right now. However, you know, an end goal, if I can one day, no matter what company I'm at or what I'm founding or speaking for, as long as I'm mm -hmm. inspiring someone every single day and having a purposeful conversation, that's all I care about. That's awesome. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, and this, I mean, this is kind of our, our last question we like to end with, um, but I feel like this whole thing has just been chock full of really good nuggets of wisdom. I feel like I should be taking mm -hmm. it. Um, <laughs> and I feel so encouraged by you. I really do. Um, Thank you. But I just wanted, we usually end just with asking if there's a piece of advice that you would give to our women listening on, um, yeah. just based on, on what you've journeyed through, based on your accomplishments, on just being a woman of action. You, as I've said, yeah. like probably 14 times in this podcast, <laughs> you are a self-starter and um, you are definitely just the embodiment of a woman's action and what that yeah. means. And um, you've seen a need, you went for it. And so I just want to know, yeah, is there any parting advice that you have for our listeners yeah, um, of course. as they embark on their various endeavors? So. Yeah. So besides the obvious of what I have said about 14 times about thinking big picture, because <laughs> um, that's obviously what I would say in this situation, but yeah. kind of the second in running is um, put a lot of energy into experiencing who you are as a person and spend yeah. time researching you know, what works for me on a daily basis. Like, am I someone yeah. who needs affirmations? Like, am I someone mm -hmm. who needs to go outside, you know, really learning about what helps you show up as your highest self is key because once you can kind of define the things that you need, um, yeah. whether that be daily organization, working out, um, talking with someone on the phone, like the key things that you need to be a successful person, mm -hmm. it's going to be so much easier to define things in your life because everything new that comes about you will have these things that you require, right? So if yeah. a new relationship comes about, you're like, okay, I can date this person or I can be friends with this person, but I still need to know that I can do these things. Right. Um, same so with true. a job, you know, right. like I'm terrible at drawing, you know? So like if I were to get into a job and they were like, you have to sketch yourself, <laughs> like, <Yep>. I'm gonna <laughs> go, <laughs> you know? So you, it's so good to spend yeah. time on defining not only what your skills are, mm. but things that are completely important to you. And I've said it before, you know, things change, you know, as the years goes on. Um, but when you spend time looking into that, you know, let's say on an annual basis, it's just going to make a lot of things more simple, yeah. you know, whether it's decision-making mm. or finding new relationships or just meeting new mm. people, new opportunities. Um, you know, and as tacky as it sounds, ultimately, I like to live every day on point, whether that's <laughs> on my outfit or how I feel, but yes. it's important. It's a good phrase to live by. It is good. It's been an honor. And so thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Haley, and just your thoughts, your experiences, your journey. 
Um, and we're so grateful that you took your time out of your schedule. And we're so excited to see what comes next for you as well. Thank you. You guys too. Of course. (laughs) To all our listeners, thank you once again for tuning in. We hope you feel loved and encouraged by today's content. Be sure to stay tuned for more of our exciting updates and gather news on our Instagram, at Girls Who Gather, as well as our website, www.thegirlswhogather.com. Also, remember to share and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Be on the lookout for exciting season updates and announcements, merch, media, meetups, and more. There is always something for you to be involved in and a place for you to belong. You are so loved. Until next time, bye Gather Girls.